Well, I did it on my way, fixed it on a friend line. I'm over the pain if I'm dancing with a wanna. Please don't judge me if I'm smiling with a mother. Please don't judge me. I just ran through the fire. Please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. I just walk in the wire. Please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. I don't know if you have noticed. I'm doing me and I love it. I just ran through the fire. Please don't judge me. Judge me by the clothes I wear. Please don't judge me by the songs I sing. Please don't judge me by the way that I'm dancing. You know God the only way can judge me. You know that I'm feeling so free. I be chilling, I just do with me. We turned up and we killing this beat. Go ahead and get on your feet. You're listening to Glory 93.9 FM. It's officially Girl Talk Time, y'all. It's Girl Talk Time. It's the second day of Boy. November. Welcome to November. Hey. Welcome to November. 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 Welcome November. to November. It's going to Jesus, be a, almost Christmas. It's going to be a November to remember. Oh, okay. November okay. To remember. It's going to be a November to remember. Mm. Um, I'm so excited about today's show. I'm so excited to be back <laughs> in studio with my girl, Italia. Extra, extra happy. Why is that? Uh why am I extra, extra happy? My smile is, a, is an extra like half an inch longer. Um you know what? If I tell you the truth, hmm. I really don't have a reason to be happy. I just chose to be happy today. Oh, that's good. I really made a decision. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. You have to choose to be happy. I chose. Mm-hmm. I chose to be happy today. In fact, I don't know why. Somebody <laughs> just sent me something that I posted yesterday. I don't know if it was intentional that they sent it to me. Um, but I guess it's a, it's a good time for me to share this. I posted a, a picture yesterday. Mm-hmm. And when I posted the picture, I captioned it that it took a global pandemic for me to dig deep within myself and recognize that I relied on too many external influences to dictate to my happiness. Mm. This new normal forced and pushed me to a real place of contentment balanced with the drive to do more at my Mm. base. 
I'm happy for real. Mm. Happy for real. Like for real, for real. And you look cute too. I feel cute. You look cute. I feel cute. 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 And I have to attribute my ability to make myself cute to you. You know, I got to give you your props. Oh my God. I got to give you your props. But listen, I'm so excited about today's show because um, it's going to be good. I'm sorry. It's going to be good. Mm -hmm. And, um, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about marriage and the little things. Mm. Marriage and the little the things. The big little things. Um, <laughs> and I'm so excited um, for today's conversation because um, I, yeah, I really can't speak much about it. This show is really all in the, the realm of the married lady Don't that's sitting it. across Don't from do me. It. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it, Marisha. Now you know this is <laughs> this is all in the realm mm. of Italia. Um, no. She is going to be really sharing mm. such wisdom with you guys today. <laughs> wisdom, you are on oh how to do this. You know this this mm. marriage thing, and um, yeah, I just I'm just gonna be here. You know, just gleaning the wisdom. <laughs> From you know my elders. <laughs> <laughs> now you, can you see my face? This is my don't do it face. Cleaning, cleaning <laughs> the wisdom from my elders. Mm. My goodness gracious, y'all don't mind me. Yeah, I'm messing with Natalia today. Mm. I really am messing with her. Um, I, we wouldn't be girlfriends if we don't mess with each other every now and then, right? Yeah. So yeah. So listen, we're having a conversation today. And um, I I want you guys to know that we actually um, we're so excited about this topic today and we're going to dive right in because the reality of the matter is uh, we talked about this earlier in the mm -hmm. pandemic about how everyone's at home and and everyone's been talking about how they have to spend time, you know, <laughs> that they wouldn't normally spend. Mm -hmm. And um, and while that's looking a little different for everyone lately. Mm -hmm. Um, especially with, you know, the fact that, you know, we've been opened up, we're back to this, like, kind of like semi lockdown situation mm -hmm. thing again. And mm -hmm. so the dynamics have changed a lot, um, during this whole, um, situation, this whole pandemic situation. And, um, I, I just have to say that I give God glory for the pandemic. Um, many people don't have the testimony that I have, mm -hmm. but, um, the I was I went into the pandemic dating somebody and now I am no longer dating that person because the pandemic revealed the truth oh. and we give God praise. And glory. We bless his name. Know, right? Because this pandemic, mm -hmm. this situation, this Rona, mm -hmm. Auntie Rona, <laughs> she came to be a revealer of things. My God. And I thank the Lord mm. that she revealed. Yeah. My God. Uncovered. We give him praise. Amen. <laughs> So for those Amen. of you who Rona is uncovering things and you can't mm -hmm. separate yourself from that individual, mm -hmm. you have mm -hmm. my condolences. It's been happening for me too. You have my condolences because mm -hmm. I don't know what I would do if some things mm -hmm. were uncovered yes. um, in my marriage. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I would do, but I, I definitely give thanks to the Lord. There, there were some things that were uncovered and um, I was able to bring that situation to an abrupt, abrupt. end. <laughs> I gotta say so. A halt. An abrupt end mm -hmm. and we give God glory. We do. We give him we glory, do, do, do. but it has been, it has been very interesting. I have yeah. a lot, I have quite a bit, um, quite a few married friends. I never, I never believed in keeping company with people who wear, um, 
who are where I am. I believe in keeping company with people who where I want to be. Ah, yes, yes, yeah. So I I have quite I have quite a few married friends. Mm -hmm. Um, actually, the majority of my of my close friends are married. Mm. I'm one of the few single ones. And then my 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 cousins who I'm very close with, they're married as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so. I've been hearing some 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 stories. <laughs> I'm sure you have. I've been hearing some stories. I have been um <laughs> I have been the the rescuer. When I say the rescuer, I have been the one to be like, "Hey, I come by you." Mm -hmm. Um um I really need to come with the car. Mm -hmm. I just need to tell homeboy I buy you. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know that kind of way. Right, right, right. Um and I'd be like, "So you actually come with me?" She's like, "Yeah, I I just come in. I come in to park my car in front of right your house." There. I was like, you don't have to come with the car. Mm -hmm. We don't have no, no we don't we don't have to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. She said, I need a minute to myself. Mm -hmm. But I can't tell him I need a minute to myself. So I really come in the park in front right. of your house. Right, right, right. So as far as he's concerned, me and you, you talking. Mm -hmm. She said, But I really want to talk to you. No offense. Mm -hmm. I really just want to sit in my car. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I really just want to sit in my car by myself. Wow. So she's like, if you don't mind, you know, just tell your family, you know, tell your people, don't, don't panic. Don't panic. You nobody coming to break in the house. <laughs> oh. Ain't nobody coming. To teeth nobody, you know, but he coming to teeth nothing. I just need, you know, I just need a moment. Right. I got you. And I've done that. Mm -hmm. I've done that for one of my um, married friends in particular, where whenever she needs, it's, it's actually something that she does pretty often whenever mm -hmm. she needs to, to get away because she's working, but she's working from home 24 seven. Oh, They're married. Um, he's working from home as well. Oh, there God. are no kids. So there's no distractions. It's only a dog. So, <laughs> look at your face. Jesus. It's only a dog. So, 24, literally. Literally 24 7 because both of them, thank God, they still have their jobs. They can pay their bills, but both right. of their jobs have them working from home right now. Okay. So, they are home all the time together. And um, so, she comes and she will park in front of my yard. You know, and I see why she's doing that now. <laughs> you understand I, why I, she's doing it's that? It's become clearer. It's be <laughs> it's become clearer. So, um, this this introduction that I'm doing right here is probably the most that I'm going to say for this entire show. So, let me tell you how this show came to be. We were actually in Eye Candy Makeup Store last mm -hmm. week. We were having a conversation, and mm -hmm. and um, we won't call any names, but there's a, a lady that both Italia and I know mm -hmm. who was sharing, you know, some stuff that's been happening in her marriage and some things that she was dealing with. And we was like, you know what? We should talk about this. Mm -hmm. We should talk about marriage and the little things mm -hmm. and the little things that that um this mutual person that we both know shared was was actually it was really interesting for me because I started to realize that like the things that people tell you to prepare for in marriage um <laughs> they don't really matter as much as <laughs> As mm -hmm. much as um, these things that she was talking about. So I'll tell you some, something that she was talking about. She was talking about the fact that her husband, um, whenever he takes a shower, he uses a new fresh towel every day. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you doing laundry? 
he ain't doing the laundry, but he using a fresh towel every day. Mm-hmm. And then the children seeing him do it and the children mm-hmm. follow behind him and they using a fresh towel every day. Oh my God. And uh, it, the conversation was definitely about towels because then we found out, you know, the children was drying their hands on the good towels oh in the God. bathroom. Mm-hmm. And and the reason that they was drying their hands on the good towels in the bathroom and not the pile of white towels that are in the corner in the basket for you to dry your hands <laughs> on uh, was because they saw daddy do mm-hmm. dry his hands. Setting the example. On the good towels. Yeah. On the good towels. So for my married people out there, because this, this conversation is not about me today. It's building up and building up. It's not, <laughs> I see it. I see the tension. <laughs> this conversation is not about me today because I, I can't feel for y'all. I'm sorry. I don't know. I, um, I thank the Lord that I have my own space to myself for now. And um, this conversation uh, is probably going to make me even more grateful for my space for myself right now. Mm. Um. But yeah, um, so how y'all, how y'all dealing? How y'all coping? How you handling this one? Boy, this, um, that's a rough one. <laughs> this a rough one. You don't even lie. And you don't even a- make it seem like it good. No, I can, I'm going to target it from all angles, right? Because there's the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know what I mean? And, um, and so there's something to be learned from, like all the different aspects of it. Okay. And now... Before I even get into that, like all of the pet peeves and what people dealing with or generally what I may be dealing with as a married person, I think we have to first remember, this is the way I look at it, that the relationship that you have with your husband um, or that a husband and wife has together, mm-hmm. to some extent, is not very different from any other relationship that you may have, especially if, like, if you're at home and you're living with your parents and friends, okay, there's that intimacy, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right, right. There's some special dynamics about a married couple. Definitely. Understood. Yes. But when we talk generally about relationships in the whole, there are some, there are some, there are some, some things that are shared on both ends. And pet peeves are one of them. Okay. I would agree with you okay. on that. So before I even get into the marriage, okay, mm-hmm. lived at home for forever. Mm-hmm. And so living with my parents, living with, because I left before Jaconda, and and then of course at one point everyone's at home, right? And so you grow up together, and for me, I could not stand the the, the sound of teeth raking a fork, teeth raking a spoon. Okay. Right? That was a pet peeve of mine. Okay. And when I hear that, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Why did you open your mouth and right. put this put the put the fork or spoon in your mouth? Why are you using your teeth? I don't teeth? Even know what that sounds like, but okay. I understand. Why are you using your teeth and scraping okay. the food off of the spoon or fork? Okay. Okay. So at home I had that. Kind of, kind of situation. Okay. And um, one or two other little things. The slurping, the. Uh, sorry, I don't know that. Did <laughs> for anybody? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god! Right. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. So reality in every relationship, there will be pet peeves. Now, how do I deal with that at home? Okay. Um, do it once. I'm gonna be okay. Twice, like. I give you the look. The third time, like, what the? Come on. <laughs> like, do you have to, do you have to eat like that? You know, then you just, you just kind of scream out at the person. Right, right, All right, right, right. Um, now, how the person responds to you, um, could I could take this really from one level to another. Okay. They could like, laugh you off and be like, girl, whatever. Right. Or they could start arguing back with you. And I can't, 
right, right, I need right. to go there. Right. Um, but but at the end of it all, we still we, I'm not leaving the home. Yeah. You're not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're dealing with it. We're dealing with it. Okay. Right? Okay. I feel like this doesn't always happen inside the marital home. But and but why? Why why are we letting these these little things turn into such huge things? Okay, so something just like a light bulb just went off in my head and um and I'm trying to process the thought as I'm going to let it out of my mouth because um the question that pops into my head when you make a statement like that is do we actually consider that when we are when we make a decision that we're going to marry someone do we actually consider that person family ah do we consider the husband to be family? yeah Let, like let's think about this think about this there are certain things that just siblings and your family members and oh, all like that blood thicker than water right situation. like you know that this this thing would bother you about this person, but you would never ever let it destroy right. the relationship or cause the relationship That's to come good. to an end. So, as you were talking, the question that came to me just now was: Do when we decide, see, because it's kind of hard to choose family because that's not the way that it's supposed to happen right, right. you don't choose your family. family your family is who they are you were right. born into this family right. these people were born into the bloodline that you are a part of right so you never really have to make a choice mm -hmm. for them to be family mm -hmm. now i don't know i don't know the whole um story of your upbringing italia but i know with mine there were some people that came into my house because of the generous person that my mother is all of my life, we have had strangers living in my house. There's mm -hmm. never been a time in my house where I could walk around my my house, you know, like how you would be around your family comfortable. I mm -hmm. always had to be dressed. Mm -hmm. Coming out of my bedroom, I always had to be dressed because there was always someone <laughs> living with us, mm -hmm. right? So for me, I have this thing where like I can I can envision a stranger becoming a family member because I've it's happened to me so many, many times. times. Mm -hmm. But I believe that for some of us, when we get married, I don't know if we ever really consider that like I'm making this person my family. So the concessions that I would give my mother when I was living with my mother or with my father or with my sister or with my brother or hanging out with my cousins or my aunts and my uncles, the concessions that I would give them when I see some things about them that I don't like, mm -hmm. uh, where I'd be like, you know what? That's just my auntie. That's just how my uncle is. You know what? That's just that's just mommy's way of doing things. And we just accept it. And we love her for who she is. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, that's just daddy. You know, gotcha. when, you know, you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All of us, if we tell the truth, we do that for our loved mm -hmm. ones, for our blood relatives. Right. But the question is, when we start this relationship situation and then we choose to get married, do we consider this person our family? Because I feel like especially as women, because this is girl talk. I feel like if we look at our husbands as family, we wouldn't be so uptight. Now, hey, I'm married. So y'all don't come for me because so, I don't really know what it's like. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, is that a part of the mindset that I'm making this person my family? So tell me, what do you think? I, um, I think that's a very important point. And I think that is part of the problem that many married people don't see each other as blood. Uh, they don't see it. They don't see, they don't see this connection like till death do us part. Because if you did, we wouldn't be so quick to run to divorce. 
we wouldn't be so quick to kind of can't divorce family though. So it shouldn't even be an option. Right. That's what I'm saying. So if they, if they saw, if they, it, it would not be an option. Divorce would not be an option. Separation wouldn't be an option. Like you wouldn't even be going there. You know, if we saw this person as quote unquote, blood, the family we get to the choose family, the family, the family, family, exactly. You know, um, we don't, we don't. And, um, and so, and that's my point too, that we need to be able to see that, okay, I'm going through this, these, these little difficult and uncomfortable moments. Right. right. Um, but it isn't the end of the relationship. Does that ever stop? Sorry, no. I switching gears. Does that no, ever no. stop? Does the does the difficult and uncomfortable moments ever stop? Do they, you ever get to a place where like you start cruising? I'm thinking you do. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I have to say thinking you do because I'm still going through it. I've only been married like going on 5 years. For the for the um that, I keep forgetting to do this. Oh my gosh, I keep forgetting to do this. Um if you would like to call in, the number to call in is 8255433 as soon as I connect the phone. Um Eight two five five four three three, and then for those of you who are tuning in on Facebook Live, who've been married for a longer period of time, yeah, who are seasoned in this thing, we welcome your well, salt and pepper, <laughs> and lime. <laughs> well, salt, pepper, and lime. Um, gold pepper, gold pepper, um, or the white, or the white pepper. Why not gold pepper, man? You like that gold pepper, girl? Um, <laughs> the gold pepper seasoning, y'all got enough marriage. Let's just say that's a long time, Natalia. Stop it. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me talk. Right? Go ahead. Sorry, I just had that no, question. No, 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 no apologies. No apologies. I just had to ask that question. Does it get easier? Because you know, okay. First of all, I just wish people people who are married would tell single people about <laughs> this kind of stuff. That's my first thing. Ah. Because in in my years prior to prior to my thirties, I would never hear anybody talk about these things concerning their marriage. Right. They would always just say, you know. Just know your life is not your own anymore. Blah, 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 blah. You know, that's the things that they like to tell you. Mm. But they don't really tell you. Okay, hold on. <laughs> you know how you like to put things back the way you met it? You mm. could marry somebody who don't like to do that. And mm. something like that could cause y'all not to talk for like four days. <laughs> and but my, my point to you, Marisha, that's <clears throat> okay. That's okay? Yeah, because we, we, we human we human and be in relationships because I've had times even with my sisters where we get upset. Uh-huh. Um, I never gone four days. I don't think with any of my sisters. I don't even think I've even gone four days with, with my husband. Right? That's a long time, especially during four this pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Four days is a long go. time. Nowhere. There's nowhere to go. There's but nowhere to escape. I want to answer that. Does it get easier? Does it get easier? over time like i'm thinking like i said and i am very being very honest when i say i think that it does honest and optimistic yeah it does it, it has okay. to okay um so for that i'm I'm thinking of my my mom and my dad and i feel two things i think it, there's several ways that they can kind of pan out you get to a point where you're not moved by this anymore okay you know uh it happens and you don't even realize it's even happening all right and then uh, or it could be a situation where um, I think with my mom, she's to the point where she has a moments like when my dad does something, that's a pet peeve. Mm -hmm. But for but now I feel like my mom is much more relaxed with it. And like she laughs, she laughs some of the things off now, you know, as a woman out with 60 plus, you know, my dad, 60 plus. 
So I see her talking about it and just kind of sometimes laughing at it, mm-hmm. you know, versus getting so upset, being uptight, angry, and whatnot. So I see that she's learning to deal with it differently. And so, and then, like I said, and then for some people, there may even be that a change. Some people may actually change, may realize, oh man, let me, you know, let me, this upsets her. Or I know that she doesn't like this. Let me, let me just stop doing this. Lucretia says, I think there's an issue of transparency, but the reality is our story is also to help others. Marriage is work. You have to continuously yes. water it. Yes, 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 yes. You have to be intentional about it. If this is something that I'm working on, if this is something that um, an intentional towards your, your, your mate, intentional towards your partner, you know, and then it should, and it needs to be, you know, vice versa, you know, mm. um, knowing and being aware, man, that, okay, this is something that she really doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, let me make an effort to, to not do this. And if you do do it, Mm-hmm. Be sensitive to the fact that okay, I know this. I know, I know this could be. A, I know she could be hot. <laughs> I know she could be hot. And so you either try to counteract that by apologizing before they even see it or know it, or, or right. you know, right? Or when it does happen, you apologize for it. Xavier says, "I kind of choose my battles, and it's been less than a year." What? Things She's a like smart girl. things like <laughs> the toilet seat and squeezing the toothpaste from the bottom. Child is a task. Um, she says, I'm sure, I'm sure he has his issues with me as well. We choose our battles because the relationship can become very toxic, right. picking on every how, single thing. I wonder if she could tell us how long they were seeing each other. That's okay to ask. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't think she'll have a problem sharing because she was on the show before. Remember, we had you on the show from Pow. Okay. Um, while you were um, unable to be here, um, so Xavier, we want to know how long you guys dated before. Um, Mark, she said before, she you, before you, you guys got married. Um, it was a while though; they were dating for a while, but See? I just don't know how long the time was. I can be there um, for a while. But I think too, <laughs> the the question that I have: eight years. They dated eight years. See, that's long. They did it eight years. That's long. Um, she sounds so mature, you know, because <laughs> that would have that would have been things that she would have that she would have learned over that over period of time for sure. Yeah. Lucretia says, "LOL, yes, Italia, oh. have to be sensitive to each other and choose your battles." Oh. It's so true. Seven years of dating, and then of course they've been married for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely, definitely. Um, and then Xavier's a different breed too. Um, mm, if you know, if you know her, mm-hmm. um, she will laugh. She will laugh you to pieces. See, now see one like me. I'm very sensitive. Ah, uh, see, I sensitive. I am now, too, you know. But um, as I you know get older, I you know I realize that I'm sensitive and emotional and whatnot. Um, so I learn how to cope with things and I have to process things. Right. You know, so after something may happen and someone may say something that kind of like. <laughs> touch a bone or touch a nerve right you know i have to look at the whole like okay come on because you're ready to clap up right 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 now listen yes like, <laughs> but i have to tell myself come on Dali, relax right yeah, yeah, so exactly. i think i think that there is this misconception that and i'm speaking from the single perspective mm-hmm. there is this misconception that i'm going to get with this person um especially if we're talking about the the healthy christian perspective of dating and marriage mm-hmm. i'm going to get with this person our purposes are going to align we're yeah. going to do great things for the kingdom of god and we're going to do wonderful things in the earth and people are going to look at our amazing marriage and they're going to be inspired <laughs> 
to be the kingdom couple power mm. couple mm. that we are and um i don't know if we really put the reality mm-hmm. of what goes on on display mm-hmm. and i don't know if it's a shame thing hey michelle i don't know if it's a you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know because I'm not married, so I don't know. Um, okay, I don't know if it's a shame thing. Shame, yeah. Like, I don't know if people are ashamed to 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 talk about what's happening in their marriages. I don't know yes, if people because, are because people for a long time you, we've been kind of almost taught like it's like a secret society thing. You don't um, talk what just what's going on. You, you don't talk your bedroom business. Like, like they like to say we have you a don't... call coming in. Let's see if we can take this caller. You're live on Girl Talk on Glory 3.9 FM. Hi. I think that um, persons find it difficult to talk about it because it's because, especially if you are in the spiritual realm where persons don't be popular again, if persons know you and you feel like, wow, I cannot let them know that I'm doing this. And it's the devil's plan to keep us in darkness, to keep us silent. Silent. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. No? Mm-hmm. We get to find out what's going on, mm-hmm. and um, that's why we just start to to just fail, start to deplete. The, the whole marriage starts to just diminish. Yeah, because we don't talk about it. And in regards to what you said earlier, in in, in terms in terms of venue, I believe that we need to start telling men how it makes me feel, rather than I don't like to when that fork hits that hits, hits your teeth. Right. Tell them how it makes you feel. What am I feeling? Because if he understands what I'm feeling, every time that hits his mouth, he will say, boy, she feels like this. And then he I have makes a, a point decision for... to do different. Or I recommend buying, uh, let him eat out of some, uh, out of some sanitary pork. So you don't, you don't have the time. Now, this is my husband. <laughs> <laughs> my husband will do that. You know, but it's a problem. You need to keep on ch- chiming at it all. Right. Find other ways to say, yeah, but it's busy. Yes. So you must find creative ways to make these. So every time that something pops up, you find another way. You find something else. Thank you so much, caller. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you for your thoughts. Hello? Thanks, you already left. Yeah, she's gone. All right. And she said something like, I'm kind of stuck at. And she says, you know, we should express to them, or we should say, how say to them, how does this make me feel? Mm-hmm. And then she went on to say, help them understand. Help them understand what you're feeling. Okay, I'm gonna cut you off because this 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 comment is so is so in line with what okay. you're saying. Latoya says, I've been married for three years. One of my pet peeves is that after emptying the garbage, getting him to replace the garbage bag. <laughs> So, <laughs> so, so annoying. Oh my gosh. Um, Lucretia says, marriage reveals flaws. That is what needs to be understood. Be willing to be purified in the process. Mm-hmm. Xavier says, OMG, the garbage. Make it make sense, sis. Please, because I'm listening. <laughs> uh, listen, exposure <laughs> allows others to know. They are not alone. Okay. I think I think we lost our call. I think they're coming back. Just give me a second okay. here. You're live on Glory 93.9 FM with Girl Talk. Hello. Okay. Just give me a second. Let's see if we can get her back. Hello.
Okay. We can't hear you, caller. Just give me a second. Let me see if I can get you. Okay, go ahead. Okay, we lost her. So sorry about that. But yeah, um, yeah, the whole garbage thing. <laughs> the garbage bag thing. Uh, that's funny. Lucretia says, listen, exposure allows others to know they are not alone. Shame is a barrier. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, Latoya says, but I agree, marriage is work. You have to be intentional about it. This is our girl, Michelle. You know, Michelle always has really great wisdom. So how do we how do we get <sighs> see the whole barrier and shame? How do we remove that from the marriage? How do we help our partner? Um, know that, you know, by getting feedback from someone or listening to someone or getting advice from someone and sharing our, sharing mm -hmm. what we're going through, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that it's okay to do that. And it's not, it's not a bad thing. Michelle says, that's what's wrong with young marriages. Um, older women don't tell the young girls the truth. Marriage is not for the weak. No, Most couples go into marriage with a mask on. Mm. Everything is not an issue. Some things we're feeling have nothing to do with the other person. Wow. She says, it's not about the garbage bag. Something else is going on. Wow. Something else wow. is going on. It's not about the garbage bag. Michelle Miller says, marriage is hard work. It's that easy. Makes, that makes a nice book. Yes. Um, um, a name for Michelle, book. yeah, Michelle, that's really bag. good. Michelle, boy, that's a really good. Um, it's not about the it's garbage not, bag. It's not just about the garbage bag. Wow. Michelle Miller here says, marriage is hard work. It's easy to get in and a fight to stay in. You have to be strong to endure the fight. It's not about, I gotta write it down. It's not just about the garbage bag. It's something else is going on. And um, I can't pretend to to say that I have the experience, but okay, I think this is our caller trying to get back. Let's see if we can let's see if we can make this happen. You're live on Glory 93.9 FM with Girl Talk. Hi, my apologies. My phone did get messed up and I'm talking about the garbage bag. <laughs> um, I was saying that exactly the same thing. You cannot get stuck on the garbage bag because my thing was, honey, thank you for throwing out the garbage. Are there any more left? Oh. Are there any more bags around? Mm, you know? Okay. You put it in. We'd be always looking for the garbage was thrown out. That's a big, that was the big thing. Now it's empty. It's clean. So where do we go from there? I mean, thank you for throwing out the garbage bag. There now put I the bag back in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> now can you put the bag when back in the garbage? We are moved out of our way. We, we don't have to add to it. We try to be adding, adding, we putting more garbage in the garbage bag. And the garbage is still empty. Um, do you have any more comments, caller, before we go back into the conversation? Was that it? Thank you, thank you darling. Thank you so thank much you. for calling thank in you. and thank you for listening. Okay. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and this I guess this is the question that I have. Um, especially in reference to the caller's comments and with um what Michelle said, Michelle Moore. The she says it's not just the garbage bag, it's something else, right? And my question is Okay, in in our let, let, let's backtrack to what we were talking about earlier in our familiar relationships. There are things that we accept about our family members, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll share this because I know my sister won't have a problem with me sharing this. My sister and I used to share a bathroom for 
quite a mm-hmm. while. Everybody who has siblings. female siblings, mm-hmm. they probably had to do the same. Um, and then we came to a place of maturity where we realized we couldn't share a bathroom. Right. Because we just, we couldn't. Right. It wasn't because one of us was better than the other or like, we just, we, just mm-hmm. we recognized that this whole bathroom situation was becoming a constant conflict between her and I. Mm-hmm. And so we said, you know what? To remove this issue for the betterment of our relationship, let's not share a bathroom. Here's the crazy thing now. Um, that was definitely when she and I were living together. We no longer live together now, right? But when she comes to visit, we share a bathroom now and it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Um, the difference between then and now is that we've both matured. Mm-hmm. So we realized that some of the stuff that we was arguing about back and then just was not making any sense. But then also we have a newer understanding of the fact that like, okay, when I do this thing for this person, she appreciates it. And when I don't do this thing, it shows her that I appreciate and I respect her space right. and I respect her as a person. Right. So my question is, my question is, when we present these things to our significant others, to our partners, to our husbands, because this is girl talk, when we present these things, um, are we doing it in a way where we're setting an ultimatum to say, now listen, you need to stop doing this because da 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 Or are we saying, okay, look, you say you love me. You say that love means what matters to me matters more than what matters to you, Right? If this is the posture that we're taking in the situation. Now, if, if I say to you that, you know, when I ask you or you that the garbage needs to be taken out and when you bring the garbage back inside, if I were to throw garbage into the garbage without a bag, you would be upset. Because then you now have to clean out the garbage bin because there's no bag in the garbage. Mm -hmm. Let's avoid that. (laughs) Finding a different approach to it, but asking the question, like, what is it? Like, why are you doing this thing? Are you doing this because I asked you to do it? Or are you doing it because you know that like, I'm your wife and I really like, I really don't like touching the garbage. And so you're doing this thing. So I don't have to do it. So it's a form of service unto me. So if you do it as a form of service unto me, you should take care and attention when you do this thing for me. It's no different from any other way you show love or affection for me. So it's not just the fact that the garbage needs to be taken out and you're the man taking out the garbage, but it's more so like I'm doing this for my wife as a way to show her that I love her and I care about her. But how do we as women convey that message to our spouses that the things that we're asking you to do, we're not just asking you to do it because it needs to be done. We're asking you to do it because, no, like there are things that I do for you as a woman, as your wife, as a spouse that I do out of my love and affection for you. And if I tell you the truth as a woman, as your spouse, as your wife, I wouldn't do it if I wasn't your wife. I wouldn't do it for you. And I think that that even leads to another question too. It leads to, are we doing these things too early in our dating relationship for these men who do anything in return? Mm. Are we setting a precedence that 
we sacrifice because there there are a lot of us and if we tell the truth as women we take on wife roles as girlfriends right and so we set this president that we're gonna do these things and we start doing these things in the dating relationship and then when we get in the married marriage and we start demanding things from these men that they didn't do before but we don't set the place that we're doing it from I think that's that's a part that contributes heavily to the conflict and contributes to the perspective of each spouse. So the man is looking at the fact that like she she's doing whatever she's doing what she used to do for a long time. Mm-hmm. But now there are things that he is probably doing differently. And I don't know. It's, I, I, I apologize if my thoughts sound like they're all over the place, because then in the back of my head, I'm like, OK, if you've been dating for a while, there's there has to be a time when you and him was in the house at some point in time and he took out the garbage while you was dating. What happened then? Did you notice that he didn't put the garbage bag back oh, into the garbage, garbage back then or 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 ask yourself the question, what did you do when he was not living with you? Mm-hmm. You two were not living together and he took out the garbage. Didn't you? get the garbage bag and put the garbage in into the garbage bag into the garbage for him. And now that you're married, he's like, well, hold on, wait a minute. When we were dating, uh-huh. you, um, you gave me the garbage bag, baby. You gave me the bag. Okay. I don't mean to get so literal. So let me make it approach this one. Now it's mm-hmm. for me. And mm-hmm. I'll be get upset with me. That's it's a, it's an issue for me um, that he takes out the garbage. And when he brings it back, he doesn't put the garbage bag in it. Okay. That's an issue for me. That's the issue for you. Yeah. And and it doesn't have to be a big issue. You know, it's just that I feel like when I do ask, um, can you just put a, put a bag in the yeah. garbage? Then that's when that it becomes a problem because I asked. It, it becomes a problem because you asked. Because I asked you to do it. Well, I mean, even when I don't ask, you don't do it. And then when I ask, you still don't do it. Right. So that, there's an issue. Now, as far as the relationship beforehand, um, there's several things going on because in the way I grew up, I grew up and when you take the garbage out, whoever it is, you took the garbage out. When you bring the garbage back, you put the garbage bag back in, <laughs> cover up the garbage bag, cover, put the, the cover on the garbage. Right, 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 right. In my world, that's, that was just the way it worked. Right. But obviously his experience is different it was either it's either he took out the garbage uh-huh. and um, when he brought it back obviously somebody else was putting it back in because it's not a habit for him to do that now here it is the problem so i'm not used to putting in the garbage bag after somebody else takes it out and he's not used to putting it in it putting the bag back when he brings it back uh-huh. so now classic question which come first chicken or the egg but in this case okay so who puts the garbage bag back in the garbage bin <laughs> okay so i'm gonna get some comments in so Lucretia, no. I'm, I'm gonna get some comments in first and then i'm gonna answer the <laughs> the way you communicate is definitely key that's what lucretia says um latoya says thank you marisha you get it i have no idea what it was that i said but i'm, I'm glad that we agree uh, Michelle says, okay, when you approach your spouse, do they hear nag and complaint or do they I don't hear know what they hear? <laughs> do you hear what I hear? <laughs> uh, or do they hear what's being done really bothers you? We as women usually say something oh, about things when we are already frustrated. Yeah. Approach is key. Listen, I had to change my tone. The older you get, 
all you want Suck my teeth. is results. Xavier said it, it really has to be intentional. You can't settle on things that steal your peace daily. It can build up. And when row day comes, because it will come. Um, then we will regret <laughs> then we will then we will regret that uh-huh. we didn't discuss most of these small things mm-hmm. over communicate if we must we have to pick yeah. your battles michelle says pick your battles here's what i say Italia. Mm. this is what i say because i am speaking about this conceptually i can't speak about it realistically so conceptually right we change things about ourselves when we commit our life to someone. Things change. Take, for example, something as simple as I'm married now. Before I was married, the remote controls and the pillows occupied the other side of the bed. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sharing a bed with someone. So I can't put the pillows and the remote control and my cell phone and my iPad and, and my else. laptop and everything else that sits on the side of that single lady's bed when it's just on the bed and, and she could go to sleep with them things on the other side of the bed mm-hmm. because no one else is coming in that bed. So we make those adjustments, some, something as simple as that. We make that adjustment for the fact that, okay, this person now, we have to share a bed, so I got to get used to this. So for the, for the, the individual, um, in this case, whether you're a man or a woman, maybe you slept in the middle of the bed before you had a spouse. But now you have a spouse, you can't sleep in the middle of the bed. You got to sleep on one side. Mm-hmm. And in most cases, it's the same side. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same side. And then it might be a situation where you had to sacrifice your side. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You didn't even think twice about making that sacrifice. You just sacrifice your side of the bed. So what's what's the big deal about putting the garbage bag in the garbage after he put the go- after he take the garbage out you make the adjustment for the sake of peace like she said i know you're looking at me like marisha you saying that but i'm just saying like no you no, marisha you are right why not just is, recognize okay you know what I've, I've 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 said this to my husband at least four times he isn't making the change he hasn't he hasn't made the change so he said you know what i'm just gonna do it you know why because you feel like from a woman's from 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 being one part one side of that relationship you feel like just one person is making adjustments efforts being intentional with making the change and you see that the partner isn't making any adjustments in the things that you want changed mm. but is that is it really balanced that's or a, are that's, we, a, that, no, that's a block is it really balanced though I create a block is it really balanced though? Because are we not seeing the changes that our partner is making because maybe their changes are more emotional and mental and not physical? No, I see no change. I know, I know difference. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know difference. Okay. So here's here's my thing. You will agree with me that when you tra- when you transition from dating to marriage, you have to think differently. Agreed. You have to think differently. Mm-hmm. You can't just make a decision to spend money without considering okay. your spouse. Mm-hmm. You can't just go make a purchase you can't just go decide oh today i i i want to buy new lights for the house and then you just change the lights Mm -hmm. and then your spouse comes okay so there are things that that um that you 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 change about the way that you think and the way that you operate Mm -hmm. so my question is 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 the balance has does the balance always have to be something that's tangible that you can see does that does that does that change always have to be tangible because 
from our previous shows, we we got to understand that men operate in a certain way. So mm-hmm. men, they have to transition mentally from thinking as a single man now to a married man. Mm-hmm. And there are certain things that a man expects from a woman mm-hmm. when when he says, I love this woman and I'm expecting love from this, from this woman as well. And so if he is thinking differently regarding you as, as his wife, but not necessarily expressing something physically, like tangibly, like doing Mm -hmm. something, does that mean that he's not sacrificing just as much? No, he ain't. Mm. No, he's not Marisha. That's like, that's like thinking myself then. Let me think. Let me just think right now, okay? Oh, my oh let me exercise oh in my, my mind. Oh my let gosh. me just like not eat this burger in my mind, <laughs> and I'm gonna get thin. And this is this should impact me on the outside, and oh, people around me should. Wow. I wow. feel in any relationship, any relationship, that we need the other person. See, because there's two people involved. Their feelings involved. Yeah. And in order for that other person to feel you, there are some sacrifices I'm going to have to make, Marisha. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to say no to that burger. You're going to have to you offer that to me, and I'm going to have to say no. Lucretia says to avoid the situation, you just have to do it, Italia, LOL, until he makes it a habit. Right. And so, yeah, I've made that uh, decision. Now I need to put my heart in it. <laughs> no, I'm being honest <laughs> because I do it for the peace. Yeah, I do it for the peace, but now I know I realize I have to put my heart Here's in. Here's the it thing, now. though: some of the times when we because do things for the sake of peace, bitterness can develop. But we can yes. jump into that. But I want to get some more comments. And Michelle says we grew up with lots of rules. Remember, two people coming together to be one. Who's to say all the rules we grew up right will work for you? Right. Relax. I'm 30 years in something. 30 in, years in what? Into marriage. This Whoa. Michelle. She said, "I'm 30 years in. Some things, some things mm-hmm. are not." going to ever change enjoy the ride we need to stop trying to make people over wait 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 before you comment before you comment (laughs) wait 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 (laughs) she also says maybe his mother used to tell him the same thing about the garbage and now you (laughs) let me get this one more in here because your facial expression is priceless i'm looking straight in this camera at her (laughs) well you will need to pray about the issues instead of continuously mentioning it because yes. men will receive it as nagging. We wow. then have to consider. <laughs> I'm expressing myself. What does the Bible say? It's better to live on the, on, on the house God. on the rooftop than with a cantankerous woman. We then have to consider what we oh must change God. to remedy. Yes. The situation, Michelle says, Tali, you are in timeout. Um, <laughs> I like, I want to get this comment in from Janae, our girl Janae. Janae says, a challenge my husband and I had early in marriage was the different ways we were raised. Mm-hmm. He was taught to do things a certain way and likewise for me. Mm-hmm. For instance, we have two different cleaning styles. Oh. I'm a thorough and deep cleaner. I'm, I'm sure you're the better one. Oh my gosh. See? <laughs> I'm a thorough and deep cleaner that takes my time. Mm-hmm. He, on the other hand, sometimes Quick. he's more like a surface cleaner. Ah, gotcha. So I just do it or go over it and clean how I want it yeah. for my peace of mind. But you see, Italia, I just have to highlight, you know, that approaches and communication is very 
important in this situation. And I'm speaking from a very objective perspective. She says, Janae says that they have two different cleaning styles. One is not better than the other, Italia. Marisha, come on. One is not better than the the other. other. What is it then? One is not better than the other. It's just deeper. One is not better than the other. (laughs) I'm just being devil's advocate. (laughs) I am am too. Um, (laughs) I am too. I have to. I can't agree with you on everything. Mm -hmm. So one is not better than the other. Mm. Okay. Um, But, um, oh gosh. Um, How can he make it a habit if she's always doing it? That's the question that Telsey asks. Exactly. That's how how can somebody make it a habit if we're all always doing it? Here's something that I observed. I observed this. Now I'm I'm not completely oblivious to marriage. I am a child. I grew up with two parents. Mm -hmm. My parents did eventually get divorced. So there were some things in marriage that I saw and I decided that I did not want to experience these things in my own relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, But I want to throw this question to you and to the other married women who are tuned in and to whoever's listening in radio land. My question is, okay, so there's a, there's a, there's a, a little tiff that we have. And we have this tiff over the fact that like only you, only you clean the bathroom. He never cleans the bathroom. Let's say that's what the argument is about. Let's just say, I don't know what the problem is. Wait, only you clean the bathroom. Mm-hmm. He never, never, ever, ever, ever mm-hmm. cleans mm-hmm. the bathroom. Gotcha. So that's what the issue is about. <laughs> so what you decide to do is say, okay, you know what? Maybe he doesn't like cleaning the bathroom. So I'm just going to suck it up. I'm going to take it and I'm going to say, I'm going to clean the bathroom. So this is the posture that you take. Because mm-hmm. for you, actually, you actually really despise cleaning the bathroom. But because you realize that like it needs to be done, it needs to be done and it doesn't look like, you know, he's ever interested in doing it. It does, he just doesn't want to do wow. it. And for the sake of peace, I'm going to clean the bathroom. And then one day you notice that the light bulb needs to be changed in the bedroom um, light. And you say, hey, babe, can you change the light bulb or whatever? And then. A week later, the light bulb is still not changed. So what you do is on your way home, um, you pull up to CBS um, curbside service now because we're in a pandemic. <laughs> and you say, hey, you know, mm-hmm. I need this light bulb, this and that, whatever, blah, 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 blah. You bring the light home and you say, hey, babe, I know you didn't, I noticed you didn't get a chance to change the light bulb. So I brought the light bulb. Can you change the light bulb for me, please? Oh Another four days goes go by mm-hmm. and the light bulb is still not changed. Jesus. And so what you do now is you go get the stepladder and you change the light bulb yourself. Here's my question from my observations, from my experience growing up in a marriage. Where do you draw the line of doing the things that your husband is supposed to do and becoming self-sufficient to the place where eventually that man opens his eyes and realizes that this woman does not need me anymore because every time I ask her to do something, and I don't do it, she turns around and she does it herself. I want to add a little bit more to your story. You get the ladder, you put the, 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 the light bulb in, but now what happens? You break the shade. You break the shade. Oh, God, this sounds like a real story. No, I just trying to <laughs> add okay, another add... story. Okay. Now you break the shade. Yes. In doing that. Right. Comes home. What happened? Well, I was changing the light bulb and I break the shade. Why you break the shade? Why you didn't just wait on me? Mm. And then that's another situation. So what do you say to that? 
me, the real me, the real, real response to that? Yeah. Let's give the real response and then let's give the right response. Okay. Because that's what this conversation about. Well, it's about marriage response, and the little things. Right. So let's the, talk about the real response. The real, the real response is, nigga, sorry. I probably... I reverse that. Sir, you should have done I, it. Yeah, I probably could be a little sarcastic about it. Well, mm-hmm. if someone had done it about two weeks ago, um, <laughs> we could still have the shade and everything would still be intact. But that person was too busy. To put it up. So I decided that I'm tired of walking around in darkness. And so I just changed the light. That's probably what I'd say. Something like that. (laughs) I love this. Michelle says, no, what you do, (laughs) what you do is take all the light bulbs out of the fixture. (laughs) And when he flips the switch on, it's dark. (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee you, you won't that's ever our, have that issue that's ever our real again. That's our real response to this, right? <laughs> what? But guess what? Some men are so unmoved. Oh my god, she might turn his flashlight on on his phone. That's it. Some men are so unmoved, unmoved. <laughs> oh my goodness! Gosh. Oh my gosh! I um, what I remember. I remember. I was um, I was dating a guy. I was still in college at this time, and. I was dating a guy and um at that time my brother would have been the only male living in the house with with um with us. My parents were divorced by then. I was dating a guy and one day I woke up Italia and I woke up I was so mad and you would mm. you would be mad when I tell you what happened. Mm. I woke up one day. Um uh, obviously I slept through this, but I woke up to find every piece of clothing in my <laughs> closet on the ground because <clears throat> the shout the the closet pole Broke. Oh, oh Jesus. Mm. You know what it is to wake up to see a hole, your mm-hmm. like all the clothes on the floor. Mm-hmm. So um I, I don't remember exactly what day of the week that happened, but I know that that weekend, <clears> it was a Saturday, <throat> I went to Kelly's to go get a new shower rod. I mean, I, I keep saying shower, closet, closet yeah, rod thing, probably. right? So went, got the closet thing, asked my dad to do it. Mm. Anyways. So I bought I borrowed my uncle's drill. Oh, you didn't. I borrowed my uncle's drill and I put the thing up myself. So, like I said, I was dating somebody at the time. So I happened to get a call from the guy who I was dating at the time. And I said, Hey, you know, babe, I can't talk to you right now. I put up my my closet thing. And he's like, I I I hear some noise in the background. You drilling in the wall. I said, Yeah, drilling in the wall. He said, Maurice, you drilling in the wall? I said, yes, I am drilling in the wall. I'm trying to put my closet I've never rack the wall. back up. He said, Marisha, you drilling in the wall. I said, yes, I'm drilling in the wall. Can I call you back? <laughs> I got annoyed. Like, I drilling in the wall, dude. Like, right. can I call you back? So a couple of minutes later, mm-hmm. I get this knock on my bedroom door. And he's like, Marisha, you, you really drilling in the wall? He walks into he the room. He's in. like, you drilling in the wall. He's like, give, give me this give me thing. This. Exactly. Give me this. And exactly, wh- hold on now. When he looks at it, he's like, Not only are you drilling in the wall, but you actually know what you're doing. I said, You think I just was drilling the walls, hole in the wall, and didn't know what I was doing? I said, I measured everything, I draw the lines, I do what I was supposed to do, I used the, the, all the stuff I needed to do. I know what I was doing. So by the time he came there, I had already had the majority of the, the holes drilling the wall for the screws to go in. I just hadn't put, um, I can't remember what the thing name, but the thing is you got to put in the wall so the screw can connect to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I had already done that part. And so he came and he finished the rest of it, right? 
And after he was done, he said, okay, now where the clothes is? I said, I got that part. He said, no. He said, because I feel bad. He said, because you didn't even tell me that you were doing this. I said, well, yeah, I had to ask my daddy to do it. I said, but you know, he couldn't come do it or whatever. So I said, I just could do it myself. He said, Marisha, you shouldn't be doing that. So you know what I said to him? I said, this was my response to him. But that was the way that I was raised. When I need something done, I do just it. get it done. Because that's what I observed. That's what I watched my mother do. That's what I watched all the women around me do who had spouses, who had husbands. When they needed something done, they did it. They didn't wait around for no man to do it. So he then said to me, he said, if you had asked me to do this and then I didn't do it and you turned around and did it, it would be an insult to me. And that was the first time that I realized that as a woman, like I needed to back off. And I, I have that memory ingrained in my memory because of how shocked I was of his response. Cause my thing was, I just needed to get it done. I, at that time, HDTV was very, very popular. Mm-hmm. So I had done watch these people drill in the hole enough times to figure yeah. out this, how I can, this, how to mm-hmm. drill in the wall. You mm-hmm. understand? So, and I was in college. I was in college. I was in COB at the time yeah. I was working. I was working at Kalina at the time. So I was a woman. I could do it, you know? So I I remember being so surprised because I, not only just of the fact of what he said to me, but I didn't realize how I was trained and raised as a woman to do things that a man traditionally is supposed to do. Mm. I didn't realize that. My eyes were not open to that until this day that, you know, this guy I'm talking to and he says, no, Marisha, like next time you need something like this done, Call me. Call me. And he proved himself to be true because the next time I needed something done, I called him and he came and he did it. He came like right away. He came like two days later. See, that's my next situation. But then I could I couldn't fault him for coming two days later because if you work and I mean you're working. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, you know, two days later also had to do with the fact that the, the part that he needed to fix the thing, he had to find it as well. Right. So Okay, so that's reasonable. So it was reasonable. Mm-hmm. But he came and he did it couple months later, the AC in my room started working. I called him and he's like, I can send my brother. He's doing AC or whatever. I can let him come deal with the AC for you. His brother was there the next day. I can deal with that. In the past, though, based upon how I was raised, I was getting on the phone to call the AC man. Yourself, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, yeah. So here's the crazy thing about my life now. The crazy thing about my life now is I nearly had a meltdown the other day as a single woman when I realized... I have to deal with my car and I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Like I, I despise it. I tell you, I despise having to deal with my car. So to deal with my car, I got to go buy all these parts, calling around, doing all this stuff and da, 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 la, 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 doing all of this. And I'm just like, you know something? The next person I talk to, here's the list of questions I ask you. If my car break down, what would you do? Just first date question. I know ask him that. Though. No, I can need to. No, I know. I'm not saying not to ask him that. No, I can need to rephrase that. No, I can need to ask you. No, let me rephrase that. You need to ask, and I agree. And all these other little questions, you need to ask them. But with men now, you got to be like, like we said already. They can he can put up a defense. He can give you the answer you want here. He ain't gonna never tell. That's another thing I learned with men. They ain't gonna never tell you no. 
But here's the thing. So what you have to do, you have to When those them. words come out of your mouth, though. That don't mean that. Mm. No, when those words come out of your mouth mm-hmm. and then you don't act upon them, well, why you lie? That didn't mean nothing to them because they can give you some kind of story. How you get them, Marisha, you have to actually like stage it. Like put a, put them to the test. But that's, another, but that's another topic. Lucretia <laughs> says most women do that same thing. And it's so true. They just do it themselves. Yes. Um, Xavier says, you know something? That's why we have to date and really do a thorough investigation. Yeah, it's true. To them. avoid these disappointments. Let's help the ones who are not married. Y'all, <laughs> please interview. Listen to me, Xavier. I Listen, I want to know if you know how to use a screwdriver, if you know the difference between a flathead and a Phillips. I want to <gasps> know if you could screw the ceiling the ceiling fan mm-hmm. into the ceiling i want to know if you know the difference between sheet rock and do rock i want to know if when something wrong with my car mm-hmm. if all i have to do is pick up the phone and you give me your car and you take the car and you bring my car back to me fix mm-hmm. i must give it a hobby now he got the car thing i don't i tell him if anything happened to my car i pull like, right i want to know that i want to know if when i reverse into the driveway <laughs> And the uh, cop one lighting on if I have to tell you about that three times or if you're going to realize I'm not safe as a woman Marisha. when I reverse into the driveway and there's no light on the cop one and it's nighttime. There are two types of men now. There are men who get it done, who do it themselves. And, and then who hire people to do it. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I just want it done. Mm-hmm. I just want it done. <laughs> Michelle says most men have in their heads that we are strong women. All that is fine in its place. I could probably put a roof <laughs> I could probably put on a roof, but my husband would never know that unless he's not around to put on that roof. Uh, no. Far as I'm concerned, I'm a princess. That's what Michelle saying. Who've been married for 30 years. She's a princess. She can't do nothing. But these men, I feel as if they remember he's a princess when they want to. <laughs> Why is the princess by putting the garbage in the garbage bag? Put the garbage in the garbage bag. <laughs> oh, man, anyway. Xavier, this is too funny. Xavier said, listen, please know how to change a dial. She's like, I had a boyfriend, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. We were stuck on Orange Hill waiting on my dad. Even you have a, a friend he could call? Xavier, that sounds like a story. Yeah, jeez. That sounds like a story. What, I just, I just had, listen, hey, I just had a tire situation the other day, and I picked up the phone, and I called a male friend of mine, and he came flying to my rescue. So I say, yeah, I know, but that one, you have to tell me that story or fail. <laughs> I need to hear that story. But um, these little things, though, these little things are so important. So Italia, your advice to the single woman who who needs these signs, who needs to open her eyes, who needs to come out of the clouds, mm-hmm. um, and needs to notice certain things. What would you tell her to, to look for um, in the guy that she's currently dating? Things to look for? Yeah. Let me see. See, I am not going to tell her to look for anything. I'm not going to tell her to look for anything. No, you wouldn't tell her to look for nothing? No. I mean, granted, there are some basic things, like you said, um, as far as you need to be able to do this, he needs to be able right. to do that, et cetera, et cetera. The thing is about about relationships, I feel. And um, this is the one thing that's been kind of helping me, even though my me talking and being the devil's advocate, even though it's, some, it's still some mm-hmm. real mm-hmm. pet peeves that I'm dealing with within my marriage, mm-hmm. the way that I get through and deal with it is um, I probably need to get that scripture and post it on my Facebook page so I could share it. Um, it's in Proverbs and it talks about um, allowing for each other's differences. Uh, All right. And so that's one of the things I, I kind of one of the scroll scriptures I kind of meditate on and I think about from time to time mm-hmm. as regarding my marriage mm-hmm. that we that we're different. 
All right. I'm not going to, I'm not telling, you know, we know the basics. You want a man that's working or who knows how to, how to make the money. Right. And you want a man who's God fearing. You want a man, you know, all those basic stuff. Right. right? Mm-hmm. But other than that, Marisha, but other than that, everything else, I don't think it really, really matters. Yes. There so is, you're saying that these little things don't matter they're, they're, because they're little things you see. And it's like, like, like the ladies have been trying to tell me. And like I would tell any other person, you can't dwell on these little things. I remember, I, I so wish I could find that. Um, it's like almost like a poem that I, I remember reading. And it talked about doing things because they need to be done and not and stop expecting so much from people. When you begin, when you ex- keep expecting, 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 you let, you set yourself up for disappointment. Yes. All right. Yes. And so you just do what you're supposed to do in the marriage. Know your role. And as women, we are, I believe that as a woman, um, we're there to protect the marriage and the home and to keep it together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. And so I say to myself, okay, I have a baby girl now. Does Do I want her to see me every day rowing with my husband over the garbage? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. And so now while there's sometimes I be like, look at him cross eye, I still grab the garbage bag and I put it in the garbage. You know, I still go when I do some things that I know I wish he would get, <laughs> you know, but he obviously he's not. But I said to keep my home together, mm-hmm. to keep the experience in my home happy, mm-hmm, to, uh, mm-hmm. to keep it a nice, comfortable place to be for everyone. I do what needs to be done. I do what needs to be done. And another thing um, that I am working on and doing more of is prayer. And Bishop is talking about prayer and he's been, you know, mm-hmm. um, showing us how to properly do it, well, properly do it, but how to approach. Mm-hmm. And he's giving us some advice. Yeah. And and that's another, the, the next thing as women, as kingdom women that we need to do in our homes. We need to continue to, we need to be prayer warriors in our home and ask the Holy Spirit to help us with these little, little things in our home. Mm. We, we spend too much time getting stuck on Come on, rolling up the the, the the Colgate, really, the garbage bag, and I and this is the kind of conversation I have with myself, like really. Um, no, it ain't are not, we gonna are we gonna have a fight over the that, toothpaste? Really, it the really toothpaste not and serious. the garbage bag. It's not that deep. No, it's not that deep. No, Stephanie says I'm learning plenty. <laughs> um, and Xavier says, I believe that we have to be equally yoked with the majority of our beliefs. Yes. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, that we can work through the rest. Mm-hmm. Lucretia says, just like not putting the bag back. <laughs> it's minor. Yes. Um, Michelle says, look at the way he treats his mom. How does he care for you? If you have a simple illness, teach him your language. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucretia says good points Italia yes prayer changes things prayer is vital mm-hmm. Lucretia says um, Tussie says the same thing prayer changes things um, <laughs> prayer is vital um, Chala two-faced demon need to let me go Xavier <laughs> says <laughs> we got a lot of them now uh, Bishop Danzo Rose says Lord y'all need to hurry up make one boy so he could take out the garbage problem solved <laughs> Um, no one would probably be just like his daddy, so we can oh. go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bishop, we can set ourselves up like that. Problem solved. <laughs> um, but you know what? This is this has been an eye opener for me because 
um, even in having this conversation, I've just, just recognized like some things that, that I, I know how to do. And the reason I know how to do it was because at the time in my life, the man who was supposed to be taking care of these things wasn't doing Go it. And so that's the reason that I know how to do it. I didn't learn how to change a car tire because I was taught. I learned how to change a car tire because I had, had to, to learn how to change a car tire. Because I had to. <laughs> because it's I crazy. had to. Yeah. You know, um, what's what is so like it's such a, a wow thing for me, Italia, but I think it speaks a lot to even the generations past and like how fathers dealt with their daughters. Like I could I'm pick sorry. up the phone. I could pick up the phone and call my mother. I mean, if she could take my calls regularly and not be so busy at work, I could pick up the phone and call her and be like, mommy, this is what's wrong with my car. And she can tell me what's wrong with my car and what I need to do, mm. what I need to tell the mechanic that I need. And it's not because for her, she didn't have the man in her life to do these things. It was because her father was a mechanic. And so he said to his daughter, when your car is making this noise or when your car is not doing this or when it is doing that, mm -hmm. this is probably what's going on. So... I grew up observing this woman who I thought could do everything and like all things were possible through her. This is how I observe her live life. And so, of course, by by just the normal process of nature and nurture, because that is my mother. So I have her blood running through my veins, but also by nurture and observing her and watching her. I realized that like, wait a minute, like my mommy really like she really off the chain, like she could do everything. Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. not realizing that she was an anomaly mm -hmm. like that. Most women don't oh. know the difference between a Phillips and a flathead. Mm -mm. What's that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know what I mean? So it's like these little things, um, these little things that we major in. And, and um, what I've gleaned today is that for those of us who are married and those of us who are in the, engaged about to be married those of us who are dating those of us who are single and, and it is our desire to be married we have to learn not to major in the minor small stuff. we have to learn not to major in the minor and that's not just when it comes to our significant other or when it comes to um, our relationships we have to learn how to give ourselves some grace as well and we need to stop majoring in the minor things um, there are some things about ourselves that we need to work on yes Yes, there are. But we're talking about marriage and the little things, but we also need to be careful that we don't blow up, that we don't make mountains mm -hmm. out of molds in our own lives because then we develop a trend. And the way that we treat ourselves is how we treat other people. So if when you're dealing with yourself and you keep majoring on the minor in your personal life, you mm -hmm. will project that same thing into your relationships uh, yes. and into your marriage. So if you are constantly wow. picking at the little this things stuff. that, that and, good, and, real, and you're going on these guilt trips with yourself right. and you're constantly criticizing yourself <laughs> over these little I things, you, then you turn around and you do the, the same, same thing, thing to, to the people that you love and who are near and dear to you. And then what ends up happening is the same issues that you have where you can't live with yourself. People start to reflect and project those same things oh on gosh. you and then they can't live with you. And then you're wondering why my spouse doesn't want to be around me. My children don't want to be around me. My sister's saying they have a problem with me. My brother's definitely interested in talking to me. And I wouldn't even talk about my girlfriends or the other people that I have to interact with. We have to notice these things because 
the way that we treat ourselves and what we project about ourselves teaches people how to treat us. And so these little things that we're trying not to major in, we need to make sure that we're not majoring in the minor in our own personal lives and then opening the door for people to do the same thing to us. It's a, it's, it's a deadly poisonous track that we're headed on if we constantly, constantly, constantly nitpick at every little thing. We got a few more comments I want to get in here, Talia, and then I'll let you give your closing <laughs> comments. Um, Bishop Denzerol says here, outside of a commitment to prayer and an alignment of the purpose of God for your lives, the marriage is still doomed if there is not daily commitment to be each other's help meet, mm. it doesn't matter how much Pay we pretend commitment. to be spiritual. If we don't commit to be help meets, we are doomed to a marriage life of mediocrity, stress and burden. That is so good, Bishop. You were so right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's in the comments. You'll be able mm-hmm. to find it and take it out of there, but that it's just, it's so important. And that's like, I told you, um, like I shared last week. Um, that's one of the things that this pandemic has shown me. It's shown me like how I was just so critical of myself, Italia, like the little things, mm-hmm. like I would just major mm-hmm. in the minor things. Like I, know. I would say the wrong thing. And then I would just make a mountain out of the mole. And I would start to, to get depressed and frustrated with myself over this little, little thing, thing that I did. And then I realized that in being that way about myself, I invited other people into my life to treat me the same way because that's the way that I treated myself. And then I started treating other people the same way. So when people started to do these little things, like these little things that I would just take them on and I would take them in and I would hold them and it made me bitter, so bitter. And it's the, when we tell ourselves we can cope with things and we can make peace with things for the sake of peace, we need to be careful when we take that posture Mm -hmm. because the for the sake of peace posture is not necessarily the answer. I think we need to go to the root. Why am I majoring in the minor? Because whatever I magnify, I see more clearly. And so if I choose to magnify the fact that the toothpaste is not being squeezed from the end and it's being squeezed from the middle and ain't nobody putting the cap on it. And if I choose to magnify the fact constantly that every time I ask my husband to take out the garbage, he takes out the garbage. We don't ever put the garbage bag back. What I magnify, I see. I see so much clearer than anything else. That's why it may seem super spiritual, but David says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I don't take that scripture for light anymore. It's not one of exhortation. It's like, look, come with me and let's put a magnifying glass on God and let's look at him more clearly instead of allowing everything else around us to take the magnifying glass and cause us to focus on it. Let's focus on him. And if we are in a relationship together and we both take that magnifying glass and we decide, hey, you, hubby, come magnify the Lord with me. Everything else has to be small if we're magnifying God God. together. Everything else has to be small. It's impossible for anything else to stand out and to be as big if we're both making a decision to choose what we magnify together. These little things, I am convinced, is a plan of the enemy. It is a plan of the enemy, like the old saints would say, to steal your joy. 
And because Mm -hmm. he is who he is, his plan is not just to steal. It is to kill and to destroy. So if he could get us to major in the minor things, you know what we will do? We will continue to magnify the minor things until they become so big. They become bigger than the things that we should be majoring in. So eventually our pet peeves with our spouses, with our significant others, with our family members and our relationships, they become the things that we see more than anything else. And then eventually we can't see the love that they have for us. We can't see the reason that that we chose to be with that person. We can't see these things anymore because we've magnified their, Mm -hmm. their inconsistencies, their weaknesses. We've magnified their flaws Mm -hmm. and made those things greater than the love that they have for us. And that's not the way that we've been. That's not the way that we've been called to be and designed to operate as God's children. Um, Back to what I said, David says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me. That, that welcomes us into this place to to be to be intentional, like you said, to be intentional to magnify the thing that we really want to see. Mm-hmm. The thing that we really want to see. Okay, mm-hmm. I finished talking. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I think you. I think you said it. Pretty much said it all. And Bishop definitely put the yes icing on the cake. Yes, it has to be a mutual commitment. Yes, a mutual daily commitment. Yes. Um, on each one of us, but um, I I keep laughing because I'm I don't mind I don't mean to go back. <laughs> go ahead. But I had to. We I, gotta close. But go ahead. I, I can share like like just maybe two right. These are like, like annoying. This is um if you want to go and read up on it, psychological psych, psychology today. Uh huh. Um, how to survive fifty common marital pet peeves, and I I'm just laughing at it because you know you see these things going on, and um. One number one was like toilet seat not ready for landing. That is left up, right? <laughs> Extra annoying, leaving golden droplets on the floor as well. <laughs> I, I just I think we need to get to the point where we can just laugh at these things, right? Oh man. Um, this is another one, right? Well, this one kind of kind of hits home too. A joke joke reruns by repeating the same few jokes over and over again. Extra annoying. Looking at you expecting you to laugh. <laughs> I just joke that okay, I just joke a million. And sometimes I I really crack my hubby like, hubby, you really you really getting old, you know. I said you done ten minutes like a million times. <laughs> you done ten minutes like a million times. Oh, so guys, man. I guess I wanna say learn to laugh. Yeah. Laugh at these little things, man. Yes. You know, laugh um, at them. That's really good. Yeah. That's really, really good. Um, thank you so much, ladies, for all of your comments. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, um, and for supporting um, this conversation, I definitely learned a lot today. Thank you so much, Xavier. Thank you, yes. Lucretia. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Renice, for tuning in. Thank you guys mm-hmm. so much. And Bishop, of course, we always love it when you pop in. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I'm so excited. I think I think we can say that we closed off this one, this yes. topic for sure. Y'all, let me tell y'all something. We got some topics coming your way. You absolutely like you don't want to miss girl talk on Mondays. Next week, we're going to be talking about divorce and failed relationships. And I am very, very excited about that conversation because it's definitely going to be an interesting one. Um, Italia and I, I think we were talking about trying to see if we can get a divorcee in here to join us in, with the in the conversation, someone who's willing to share. So we're working on that. 
Um, but listen, you don't want to miss our conversations next week. It is going mm-hmm. to be good. We're having real conversation, y'all. You know, that's our, our intention. Our intention yeah, is to shed know. light and to heal. That's what we're about. And um, no judgments here. So if y'all um, leave judging, that's y'all wipe. Um, our foundation here is please don't judge me this has been another amazing girl talk and listen we will be back next week with another amazing show thank you so much for tuning in this is glory 93.9 fm and we say hey to our podcasters we have people who listen to us from all around the world on podcasts so we say hey to our podcast listeners we love you we treasure your listenership to all of our followers on Instagram who constantly repost our show, Girl Talk Radio, RPG Radio, all of those people who share our podcast, who share our show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, we are out of here. Say goodbye to the people, Italia. <laughs> See y'all next week. <laughs> This that new Kiki exclusive, y'all. Hot, fire, let's go. I did it all for the first time. Made a mistake, but I remind. I broke it on a one time. Bad, I did it on my way. Fixed it on the front line. I'm over the pain. If I'm dancing when I wanna, please don't judge me. If I'm smiling when I'm Please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. I just walk in the wire. Please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. I don't know if you have noticed. I'm doing me and I love this. I just read through the fire. Please don't judge me. Please don't judge me.